All right, I think we're gonna get things started. I think I'm gonna double this thing up as a YouTube video, maybe some extra visuals, and a podcast, because I can do that. Take a Swiggins here. Christmas is coming, and if you're going to buy any Lone Wolf custom gear, please enter code WEXB at checkout, and that would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the show. That tastes good on a Friday. So, welcome to the Whitetail Experience Podcast. This is your host, Byron Horton. We are officially in December, which is a depressing thought, but late season is not over, and some of the firearm seasons are in and out. Uh, Dave shot a deer. Andy is trying to shoot another, and we still got a little bit of hunting left in us, for sure. But today's podcast is going to be centered around DIY Christmas gift items... DIY whitetail Christmas items. So the DIY whitetail hunter, what kind of gear does he need and what is he looking for for Christmas? I think it's also important we define a whitetail, a DIY whitetail hunter. I don't think it has to be restricted to public land in any facet. Just a guy really hunting whitetails at a high level that probably isn't hunting out his back porch and generally maybe has some traveling to do for it. Maybe he hunts multiple states, leases, uh, knock-on-door permission. Just a guy out there doing it like you and I and and has a job, family, and other obligations. So that is a DIY whitetail hunter. But these items are kind of geared towards those individuals, and I thought, let's let's do this. And I I think some of these are actually uh, on the uh, perfect for this time of year, really. So starting the list off is PTO or time away, and at some jobs, uh, you can actually purchase additional time off. I myself can and definitely utilize. It's not talked about enough in the whitetail world, but time away kills deer, or time in the field kills deer, and a lot of time that means time away from the job. And I think that is super valuable and super important. And if maybe you work a job that, say, just doesn't pay you if you don't show up and you've only got a certain amount of PTO, well, Maybe you pocket uh, X number of dollars every paycheck, 10, 10 bucks, something maybe you wouldn't notice. Pocket that, and then uh, uh, November rolls around. Maybe you've got three days to essentially have money in the bank and go whitetail hunting. So I think that's worth mentioning. Also, mentioning wife or the girlfriend or whatever, significant other. And maybe you set up a trip for, for, for them to uh, enjoy themselves because that way you have that thing done in August and that way you're free to hunt September, October, November. Uh, so I don't think that can be overlooked by any means. Maybe it's a, a weekend with a spa and her girlfriends or something. You got to come up with something. You know your women. You got to you got to make that happen. Uh, I would think first and foremost, gas gift cards are awesome. Uh, gas is a very big big part of what I do. I got to believe it's a lot of guys traveling to multiple states or maybe their farm or property is a touch farther. And so gas is important. You need it for scouting. You need it for hunting. So definitely a big thing there. Speaking on kind of like a travel or, or oh, destination hunts where maybe you're staying away from the house, a wall tent. I myself have a Kodiak canvas wall tent. It is a more expensive item on the list. But it's a structure. The best part about this wall tent is it's a kind of a Four Seasons type tent with a propane heater inside uh, that, that you could operate. But it is 10 minutes 
up and ready. So that's big with me is one man can put this thing up in the dark in 10 minutes. Your first try, you may be around the 17 minute mark, but after that you can get it to about 10. It's like four poles um, and it's pretty easy to, to operate. I can't fit it in the bag, but that doesn't matter to me. Also, when you have a, a wall tent, the nice part about it is you don't use uh, lose your gas mileage like you would with a, a trailer, a pop-out camper of some sort. Also, if you're traveling west, a lot of times those camper pull-behind trailers can't get down the, the, the rougher roads or whatever out there, it seems. So the wall tent literally is a little easier to navigate some of those um, factors with. Uh, I would say a touch better cooler if you don't have one of those. Uh, it's amazing how much better they do keep ice. And now there's a few other brands to enter kind of that market. Uh, I myself have a Arctic and it seems to perform awesome. Uh, the oh, Coleman Extreme seemed to do really well as well. Just, you know, some better coolers definitely help. And freezing your ice in like block form or freezing water bottles, that always helps. Dave and I actually had ice and we drove out there, it was 90 degrees, but we had ice after like seven or seven or eight days. Those middle bottles still were frozen solid. So pretty cool. Uh, wool socks, you know, that's something those little bit better, either alpaca wool or just regular wool socks. I myself wear the Altera brand, I believe is how you pronounce it. But uh, those socks wear out after time. I actually listened to Aaron Snyder talk about wool does tend to break down maybe a touch better than, or than synthetics or break down a little quicker. So that does happen. You can never have too many, it seems like, those higher level quality socks. No, uh, with the camping thing or with the, the, the transport goods to hunt, uh, I'm going to add a hitch hauler and definitely get the aluminum one. I've talked about that in other videos. Uh, just a lot easier to get in and out the hitch system. If it's a touch lighter, the aluminum ones are the way to go. Pause and get a swiggins. A couple other guys on the team had some recommendations, and I want to get to those. The jet sled. Very versatile um, type tool. I've done a video on this, but getting deer out the woods, transporting stuff, ice fishing, goes a long way. Good, solid recommendation from Greg Tubbs, a boot dryer. I've actually got one on the other side of the desk here. And I utilize that thing a lot during the fall. Uh, you know, we always talk about scouting in the rain, but those boots then get wet, and so it's nice to be able to throw a boot dryer on and get those things back in operation. Another one from Greg Tubb is uh, wool fingerless gloves. And this year I actually purchased an, a, a different brand, a, the Minus 33 brand has some fingerless gloves. And I would say these are a touch heavier weight than say the First Lights that are very thin. Uh, don't get me wrong, those gloves are great too. I uh, would recommend those as well. Uh, these are a little better quality than some of the cheaper uh, wool gloves you see on Amazon. But uh, the quality's, quality's good, a little bit thicker than like I said, the First Lights. And so I bow hunted with those all year. I would definitely buy another uh, pack of those for sure. Trail camera SD cards, never a bad thing, especially if you plan to acquire more trail cams and, and run those at a higher level. Going with that theme, batteries, big bulks of, of double A's. Uh, also the lithiums, because they are stupidly expensive, it kind of sucks to pay for those. But if you end up doing some late season hunting and, and need the information and, and you want those cameras fully operational in the cold, lithium batteries definitely would be greatly appreciated in the stocking. Uh, note some triple A's, not a terrible idea because the headlamps run off those and in the cold weather, they do better supposedly. Haven't tested that myself, but I've been told. Uh, not to overlook anything else, uh, tags. 
out-of-state tags are expensive and allocating some money towards that. Uh, sometimes you can even buy DNR like gift cards uh, towards that state. I know Ohio, you can do that. Another good stocking stuffer I don't want to overlook here is aftermarket insoles for boots. Um, I, I believe I have a video somewhere on YouTube about those and how good those truly are. Another thing to go along with if you're traveling to hunt or maybe you're taking a midday break and you need to charge some stuff up, I actually have an inverter that goes on the back of a, a drill battery. So instead of, say, bringing a big power source of any sort for a camping trip and all I got to do, it's got two USB guys and a regular plug, um, this is a, a kind of a nice option for camping style powering, uh, powering cameras, stuff like that. I think that's it for the list, but wanted to get this out. Thought it would make for a very cool video. If you have suggestions, put them in the comments below. That's always greatly appreciated. I think that's it. Team Harder and Bucks, we're out.